the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What difference at this point does it make? Oh, shut up. If you've got health insurance, you can keep it. If you like your health care plan, you will keep your plan. If you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Hey, welcome back to another hour Unite IE radio program. It's another Saturday. We have a new program, and I'm here with my great co-host, Don Dix and Greg Britton. Hey, guys, welcome back. It's great to be with you. Always a pleasure. Well, we'll try not to break the furniture today as we talk about uh, Donald <laughs> Trump versus uh, Ted Cruz. Versus anyone else, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm John Hancock, and I'm here with a good friend of mine, Anne-Marie Morell, one of the Politichicks, the founder of the Politichicks, and we were out last weekend, or the weekend, two weekends ago, out in South Carolina at the Tea Party Coalition Conference, and I shared a little bit in the past show of what I thought of the conference and the, uh, the, the presidential candidates that spoke there, but we wanted to get another perspective, so we invited Anne-Marie to come and speak to us. Welcome to the show, Anne-Marie. Hi, I'm so happy to be with you guys. Y'all are, y'all are fighting patriots, and I love that. So tell us what you think of the conference and the and the candidates who spoke there. It was a great Joe Dugan is is a, such a nice little gentleman. He he runs the whole shebang. He got all of the majors there. It was exciting. It was really it was fun. It was informative. There was a little something for everything. Some of the candidates were a little more dynamic than others. But um, I think John, didn't you take a picture of one one? audience had his head back with his mouth wide open yeah that was at a rex and he fell asleep during rex and oh no talk i didn't post it but i have the picture we have the evidence <laughs> yeah how much did you but get from the santorum campaign for not posting that picture <laughs> well, well, well nancy pelosi was dozing off during the last state of the union address if you saw that well, that's just age. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, and one thing I liked, I actually, I've been to CPAC. I, this is the first time I was at the South Carolina. I liked the South Carolina better because I like, it was kind of an intimate sitting with only a, a few hundred people over three days. It was kind of a, you got to meet and, and get to know a lot of people there. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was really, I spoke there two years ago and then I wasn't there last year and I was back again speaking this year. And it's it's a great it's a great conference. You're exactly right. It's a great conference because it's intimate. You really you're up close and personal with with a lot of the candidates, and and then also a lot of the people, but the voters mm-hmm. that you get to know, to see a different perspective, especially coming from California. You get to talk to a lot of really normal, good, decent <laughs> people with with non New York or California values. Well, let's <clears throat> funny you bring that up. Let's wade into the deep end of the mud hole. Anne Marie, okay. is Donald yeah. Trump a genuine conservative? Wow, is he a genuine conservative? I would say probably not. I believe he. I, I think of him more as a as a moderate. Republican, a social Republican, 
And and I say that respectfully. I'm very glad he's in this race. He stirred things up like never before. This is the most exciting, groundbreaking election, presidential election, probably in American history. And and it's fascinating. There's there's never been one dull moment in this entire race. And if it weren't for Donald Trump, we would be talking right now about the the shoe in, which would have been Jeb Bush. So for, I am forever grateful to Donald Trump for that alone. Okay, but the implicit assumption of, of the Ted Cruz supporters when they ask that question <laughs> is that Donald Trump is lying about what he's saying now and what about what he believes now. Wait, For example, I, I resemble that remark. I, I'm not necessarily. T- I, I support Jim Gilmore. I just want to go on record right now. <laughs> I'm a Jim Gilmore supporter. I, I knew that if Jim Gilmore kept his campaign going, he would get a supporter. <laughs> But, but yeah, okay, Donald, Donald Trump, he's pro-life, pro, strongly pro-Second Amendment, against Common Core. You can go to, he wants to repeal Obama. You, you can go down the list of things. Today. Right. Tomorrow, we don't know. Okay. So, the, well, we, we can talk about consistency of other candidates as well. But the, but the implicit assumption of the Ted Cruz supporters, when they ask that mm-hmm. question, when they make or they claim that, Ted, that Donald Trump is not a conservative, is that he is lying about what he says he believes now. I'm going to say, in my life, and I'm a fifth-generation Texan, the way I was raised, you are, you're a reflection of the company you keep, especially if it's, if it's company that you keep consistently for most of your life. I was once a Democrat, and, but when I saw the light, when I came to the other side and um, started using my brain, I, I started, I, I hung out with, with a different type of people, with a different type of crowd. There's no way on earth that Donald Trump could have been as successful as he is, and it's the same with any movie star in Hollywood, by being a real conservative in in many ways. He has flip-flopped on every issue, so has every politician since the beginning of politics. But, But when it comes to real matters that I call conservative values, I don't see him. I'm not calling him a liar. I'm calling him a competitor. He is competing for the top spot, the, 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 the leader of the greatest nation on earth, the United States of America. He is trying to win that position. And like every politician, he's going to say anything he can to get that spot, as do all of them. Okay, so the implicit the, the, the implicit assumption behind that is is that Donald Trump, and he may be, you may, you may be totally right on this, that he doesn't believe the things that he's saying now. He believed the things that he was saying whether a few years ago or ten years ago or fifteen years ago or twenty years ago. That's what he really believes, and he's not, and he's being disingenuous now. And I recognize the possibility that that could be right, but I don't think that's I don't think that's necessarily the correct assumption. As you pointed out, you were a Democrat. You changed. Mm-hmm. Other people, yeah. ha- other people. Have have as they've seen particularly they've seen what ha- has happened the last eight years that they have that they, they've changed also and i would point out that donald trump publicly supported and raised money for john mccain in 2008 so at least since 2008 he was publicly on the republican side who did he vote for in 2008 by his own admission that's that that was that was a hoax he, he voted for he voted for mccain the the, the tweet that glenn beck retweet, retweeted was a hoax tweet well, I was I was referencing something other than that, but okay, all right. If he if he says he voted for McCain, no. Well, I mean, why would you vote for somebody differently than you're publicly raising money for? 
because he has he has a history of walking on both sides of the political spectrum. But, but there's nothing to be gained by by privately voting for somebody else and publicly supporting the other candidate. Yeah, I mean, the greater well, point is we'll so never did, we'll, we'll never know ultimately who we, we voted for. We have to disagree with that. He said himself, I and mean, he supported uh, Hillary Clinton with money and, and got her to come to his to get to go, her to come to his wedding. So he does donate money without necessarily voting for someone. So he's admitted that himself. Well, and he also admitted that he will take an extreme stance on something, knowing he's not going to get that, and he and willing to, to trade that in order to get what he really wants. So, in other words, he he would take an extreme stance, like in, in negotiating. This is what he said: you you come out, you you go to, you ask for everything you you want, even though you're not going to get it, in order to bar to bargain those away. To get what you want, so he says. Even in business, he will be disingenuous and use this as a tactic to get what he wants. That's just that's just good negotiating. It's art of the deal, that's, right? That's right, but but stuff. okay, but everything's a deal to him. But but there's nothing there's nothing necessarily wrong with that in concept, even in politics to start. Because, no, that's right. Because but, you, uh, presuming you are president and you want to get some legislation passed, you're going to have to negotiate with Congress and and try to get a good deal. And Trump has a record of. Lifetime record of making good deals, like, are, like Trump's uh, like Trump steaks and Trump vodka and Trump uh, <laughs> Trump ice. Is that is that what you said? Trump, uh, Trump ice. Trump ties. Ties. Uh, Trump ties. Well, actually, I think that he was somewhat nice, he was nice somewhat Trump successful tie. with the Trump ties, but the steaks and the vodka bombed. Any rate, okay. It is time for a word from a sponsor for this half of Unite IE Radio, Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this, more with Anne Marie Morel after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic. It's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy but you need to refinance the home, you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are so pleased to be joined by Anne-Marie Morell today on the phone uh, with uh, who's with the Politichecks, and that's a great organization. They spoke at uh, our last con- conservative conference and at our August meeting of the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I want to play a clip. This is from a woman, a black woman from Georgia who was, out, who was videoed outside of a Donald Trump event. Okay. All right. Trump gives me real hope and change, not fake hope and change. I vote for America because I believe in Trump, and that's why I vote for Trump, because I believe in America. I never thought I'd be saying these words about the country, our country. What? I'm a Democrat. Nobody, Democrats don't speak about the country. But I've waken up. I've seen the truth. And the truth is, Trump, I believe in this guy to make our country better because our country is going to hell. 
My daughter can't find a job. She's a college graduate. Black men are 50% unemployed. Our borders are wide open. The Migos are just running out. I mean, I love everybody, don't get me wrong, but we have to close our borders. Trump is speaking the truth, and that's why I'm here. Go Trumpster. Oh, thank you. Go Trumpster. I'm also a recovering Democrat. Yeah, a recovering. I like that. <laughs> recovering Democratic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Democrats are crazy. God, I can't believe I thought that way. I mean, you just... You no didn't think that way. They changed on you. Oh, the that's not your is fault. Unreal. They don't even yes. have reasoning. Not your fault. My husband's a Democrat. And can't okay. believe our household... I'm for Trump. He's for it. First okay. he was for Hillary. Now he's for Bernie. Really? He'll change. He'll change. Well, I told him if he don't vote for Trump, we're getting a divorce. Oh, I love <laughs> that's you. That. And Aww. I love Trump. Tell and Trump. God yes. bless Trump to win. And God bless America. Aw, God bless you. Yes. Only Donald Trump can do that. Anne-Marie, as a former Democrat, <laughs> someone who yeah. has made the sea change just like these uh, mm-hmm. ladies did, mm-hmm. is... Has the Democratic Party changed its stripes, or has it always been like this, but it was undercover more? It it was always headed toward what it is now, but now it is so far left that that it, it it, it needs to be changed. And Democrats are seeing the light, not just because of Donald Trump, but because of the Democrat Party, because of people like Hillary Clinton and the injustice that they've seen. And, and people like Bernie Sanders, a full-on socialist who has communist ties, direct ties to the Communist Party. By the way, they love him. You can go to the Communist Party USA website and see Bernie Sanders. The fact that our country has gotten to this place in time, I think it's going to be the same thing that happened with the Republican Party when the Tea Party came along. The Democrats, like these two ladies, that kind of people, I think they're starting to rise up from the ashes and they're going to form their own version of the Tea Party movement. They have to. When people like Senator, Virginia Senator Jim Webb is pretty much kicked out of the Democrat Party for being too Democrat, that, then that's a real problem. And it's all just old white people over there. So <laughs> that's also not good. Interesting observation. You know, do you think that the Tea Party, do you think that the current Tea Party is, would be a home or do you think they actually need to build their own? I think oh, they'll that, build their own. They, they destroyed the word tea and party. People don't even like tea anymore because of the tea party in a lot of ways, which is horrible. Because, but we've, we've allowed that to happen. We, our side tends to throw things away as soon as things get controversial. Instead of working with them and trying to help and, and build through, we just get rid of them. Well, so, I, yeah. Our group, our group, the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, still stands proudly by that name. And in fact, we're just starting on a new yeah. project, the Tea Party Principles Speech Contest, where we're going to invite high school age students to participate in this contest. And we're going to have some decent prize money for them. And we're going to put the Tea Party Principles out there. So we are not in any way retreating from the name Tea Party. And there's a, there's a South Central L.A. Tea Party. Yeah. I, I haven't yeah. contacted him. I don't know. Who, I, I don't know anything about them, but I know that there is one. Is that Jesse Bond? Mm-hmm. Is he involved in that? I don't know. Yes. Do you know Anne Marie? He is. Yes, okay. he is. Yeah, there's some great, great leaders there. Yeah, that, absolutely. It's it's our own fault. We did this. We've done this with just about everything that's popular on our side. As soon as the media starts going after anything, we we tend to say, "Oh, we're going to back away from that." But so that's the reason I was saying that Democrats wouldn't use. Tea Party, they'll they will form their own new thing, whatever it is. That's they'll fine. have to if they, if they want to save this 
socialistic, communist-leaning party that used to be the Democrat Party, if, if there are still some real Democrats that want to keep a two-party system, that's who we can work with. But that's another, that's another thing that concerns me about Donald Trump and any Republican who claims they know how to work with or negotiate with today's Democrats. Today's Democrats, we can't and shouldn't negotiate with terrorists. And that's who Ooh. these people are. We and, just I'm made not, news and I'm not on, mincing words. We just made oh. news on the United I radio show. No. Cut <laughs> that clip. United IE said Democrats are terrorists. I mean, uh, Emory said. <laughs> there comes a time. Ronald Reagan negotiated and negotiated successfully with the enemy, the Soviet Union. So there's nothing per se wrong with negotiating with the enemy. The problem with Republicans is when they're, and they're negotiating, they just capitulate to the Democrats. On the other right. hand, Donald, I think Donald Trump is the man who can negotiate and make a good deal. Most deals in Washington advance the Democrat agenda. But there's no reason why, in principle, that a deal in Washington could not advance our agenda. Well, we also have to remember one man can't do everything. That's what we got mad at Obama for doing when he wrote all the you know, executive orders and when he just skips over Congress and the Senate and, and ridicules them and denigrates them. And he's been ruling as though he's King Obama and doing whatever he wants for his cause. I don't necessarily want that on our side either. And yet we have to be able to, to work with with people, as long as they're rational and want the same things that, that do make America great. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people in our own party who agree more with Democrats than, Repu- than the original Republican Party platform, which is what I still believe in. And Ronald Reagan would have been fighting today's Democrats the way he fought the Soviet Union. He would have fought them just like he was fighting, you know, tearing down walls there. So any of these people who say they can work with or negotiate with or make deals with today's Democrats, socialists, communists, terrorists, that's a problem for me because I don't want them to make deals and work with these well, monsters. Yeah. And we do. I mean, you see on, in the Democrat Party, there are people who don't like the fundamental principles that this country was based on. Right. You know, they, they, you might say they're, they're not anti-American. They just have a complete different vision of what they want for America and how they want America to be. And when you have these people with opposite, completely opposite um, principles and views on something, how can you negotiate? How can you come together with them? Same way Ronald Reagan came, negotiated <clears throat> successfully with the Soviet Union. But, well, the Soviet but, Union but, but, was going bankrupt. But did Ronald Reagan negotiate, or did he put them in a no-win situation and they right. capitulated? I don't know that there was much negotiation going well, on well, there. Though there was, but that's absolutely, part, that's absolutely part of a negotiation, which Donald Trump totally understands, is the surrounding circumstances to the negotiation. Is Any deal is surrounded by the party's alternatives to a deal, and to the extent that you can affect that surrounding those, those alternatives, you give yourself more negotiating leverage. So as a, as a Ted Cruz supporter, let me ask you this, Anne-Marie. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would be more successful at getting his agenda passed by the Congress? And, and presidents need to do that. They can't just rule by executive decree. Donald Trump or Ted Cruz? Uh, Ted Cruz. Really? Why? Absolutely. That will, and that's why I endorsed him. Ted Cruz has proven. I'm, I'm talking about someone who won't, won't bend is isn't so bendy that that his that he has no spine left and and he might as well be a democrat that's kind of the only way you can negotiate with today's democrats i don't want anyone who's going to do that who's going to step across that line and 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 agree with everything there that's what we already have 
And Ted Cruz has proved that he will stand up no matter how rough things get, even, even at the detriment of his own political career. He has stood alone many times instead of going along to get along with, with all of the monsters on the left. And too many on our side. That's the reason the whole Tea Party was formed, because we don't want people that keep capitulating to the Democrat Party, especially today's Democrat Party. So to me, he's proven that he's not bendy. And that's what I like more than anything else. It is time for another word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, a great place to take for your real estate lending needs. He's a great patriot. More with Anne-Marie Morell after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic. It's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy, but you need to refinance the home, you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards the decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the final segment of this half hour of Unite IE Radio. Stay with us past the break because we've got more coming up with Anne-Marie Morell with the Politichicks, our guest on this show. And is for our, our, our lightning round for the last segment of our show, it, has Fox News been blowing it? I was appalled, quite frankly, that Fox News had Michael Moron. Why in the world is Fox News giving this, I'm sorry, dirtbag... <laughs> A platform from which to on the on Megyn Kelly's show is this a slap in the face of conservatives along with some of the other things they plan on the debate? I, I love how you said they had Michael Moron. <laughs> he is a moron. Michael Moron. <laughs> the Washington. So that's that's funny. I missed that. Thank you. Yeah. But, oh yeah. I mean. Go ahead. Yeah, we've got to remember all of these. Cable networks, television shows are desperately trying to get ratings all the time. And the same with political candidates. They are competing to be the highest leader in the free world. So all of them are competing. They're competing tooth and nail. They're fighting dirty. They're, they're using creepy tactics. That's the nature of politics. And I hate that part. It's also the nature of show business. Hate that part too. You bring up an interesting point. You bring up an interesting point because the the media is supposed to essentially be a facilitator to put the candidates on display. What this has turned into is the media is competing. You make up a, a very good point. They are competing for the spotlight with the candidates. Mm-hmm. We saw this in the CNBC debates when they smugly smiled when they were uh, when Ted Cruz raked them over the coals for the types of questions. That's what they want. That's they are injecting themselves into the debate and it should be they're you know they're invisible to the american people and it should be the candidates that are put on display well should be but no right but they're <laughs> that's, not that's the nature of of the business and it's been, it's been the nature of show business since the very first 
talky. Or, I mean, since the you know silent movie days, they're they're all competing always. That's 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 the entire. If there was one word that summarized show business, it's it's competing, competition, money. The same with politics. These are dirty, dirty, dirty businesses, and I think that all of, everyone is losing losing track of that. That we're why is he being so mean? Well, that's just the nature. You you have to be mean. You they lie, they cheat, they steal. It's horrible. I'm going to go take a shower right now talking about it. Ooh, I feel well. You know what? We have a break coming up, Anne Marie. So uh, <laughs> you you can you can take a sh- quick shower and uh, come back with us after the break. Yeah, just very quickly here, uh, Fox also has these activists on to ask questions in the debate on Thursday night. One is a Muslim yeah. who has compared Hitler, uh, Trump to Hitler publicly, and another is an illegal immigrant. And it just, it just shows you know, the unfortunate uh, direction that Fox News is, is taking these days. Uh, we're coming up on the news here in traffic and weather at the, at the bottom of the hour. And Anne-Marie has kindly agreed to stay over for another segment. So more with Anne-Marie after this. I'll keep my freedom. I'll keep my guns, try to keep my money and my religion too. Try to keep on working, try to keep on smiling. I will keep my Christian name and y'all can keep the change. I watch the news and have to wonder if this country's going crazy. Talking about how much they love it here, but now they want Welcome back to Unite IE Radio. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined by my co-host Don Dix with the Corona Chapter of Act for America, a national security grassroots organization, and by historian and author John Hancock. And we are so pleased today to have on the line uh, Anne Marie Morell from the Politichicks uh, talking about uh, politics. Well, funny that should happen. <laughs> Funny that should happen. You got a great website, Anne Marie, and you had are fortunate to have uh, one of your uh, contributors has been given sort of all access to the uh, uh, candidates as they've. Tell us a little bit about that, and of course, your website, politichicks dot com. Is that right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so easy, I, uh, so yeah. easy. I know it's it's so yeah. It's just it summarizes everything we do perfectly. Um, yeah, my New York politic Mosaloma has been all over the country. She's going to the primary, to the, all, the, all the main states. She's in Iowa right now. She'll be covering the debate. And we're doing a, our, our politics debate watching party on Facebook. It's always really fun. We always have a couple hundred people that are in there posting and commenting and talking about their favorites. And that's always a really lively during our during the debate that that's passed. Now, <laughs> right, but yeah, Mona. Mona, it, 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 she does a thing called Monologue. It's hashtag Monologue. She tweets and does everything all over, all over the country. She's our national co- correspondent. Is that the way you put it? Donald? I put it. Yes, yeah. Your 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 national uh, political correspondent. Yes, political something correspondent. something along yes. those lines. <laughs> 
Well, that's great. Yeah. Did you did you have Greg? You wanted to say something. I was going to bring something up that would have totally changed the subject. What did you have in mind? No, someday we we hoped we also had to have a national correspondent, but uh, we're not we're not quite at that at that level yet. I know one of the issues that you that you've also been tracking on your on your website. Again, Daniel Greenfield regularly writes yeah. for you is about yeah. the the Islamist threat, and particularly in Europe, but also here. And he's got an article up this morning, uh, understanding the caliphate curve. How does how does the Islamist threat relate to these other issues you've been talking about? You know, I spoke two years ago at the National Security Summit in Washington, and the, the topic that I was given was a, a poll that came out from Kellyanne Conway, and it, and it said that the number one threat in America today among American families on both the far left and the far right is national security. That is so telling of where we are as a country back in the days when we cared about, we were worried about putting food on the table and sending our kids to college. Now the, the number one threat is national security. That says a lot when you figure that's pretty much the only thing our government is supposed to take care of. Amen. We shouldn't have to worry about that. And, and yeah, the threat of Islam is it's on fire across the, throughout the world, and we would be fooled. If we continue allowing, especially presidential administrations and anyone who says that we're Islamophobes for even bringing it up, is they are dangerous to our country. And I would point out, back in our discussion the first half hour, <laughs> is that there's one candidate who has said that we should not be bringing Muslims into the country, at least until we can properly vet them and make sure that they are not jihadists and terrorists. And every other candidate, including uh, Mr. Cruz, backed away from that. I, I disagree. He's Ted Cruz has has actively been fighting against things like the Iran deal, and he has been actively fighting to to ensure that these Syrians and and any refugees who are coming into America. And I don't even like to call them refugees. These are Islamists who are coming into America. They aren't. It's not that they're unvetted. We don't have idea whether. And and we've seen that several of the Syrians that they've discovered are Islamists. They are jihadists. So they know well, they can get here with an you know, open just, door. It just made the news um, recently, this past week, that in Sweden, they're actually sending back 80,000 of the refugees Good. that came in because... They're, they're, well, welcome they're, to America. They're Islamists. Yeah, Obama said he'll take them. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but pretty right. much. I mean, but but you know, they're because they said it, it's 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 you know they they had a 15 year old hack up with a knife a a social yeah. worker, and you know it's all Islam related, and and they said we can't do this anymore. And this is one of the open one of the most open countries in Europe. Right. Assuming you can find the eighty thousand. It was just a, it was just a scene. I think it was right. in, Fran in France that the police had to run away from the Muslim encampment that they were they were trying to arrest somebody and the 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 Muslims there rolled up and, and they had to run away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. That, I, I do want to say one more thing about Gregory. I want to tell you about about Ted Cruz. I saw one of the main reasons I came out and publicly endorsed him, and I did it on my own. It's not through my website. It's, I did that as a person, my, my just me as a person. Um, I, I went to. I heard him speak at Nessau Synagogue here in, in, it was in Beverly Hills, California. And this was a, this is a synagogue that was, that's made up of all Iranians who escaped um, Iran during the Shah, during the, the over in 1979 when everything fell apart for them. And he, had, he, he was fighting 
for to prevent the Iran deal from going through. He was one of the most vocal out of anyone in politics fighting that and explaining how dangerous it was. And these people loved him, and they, they all support him. And, and that, was, that was a big turning point, hearing him really talk about how he's, he's fighting this Islamic invasion. And he understands thoroughly the threat we have. Okay, okay yes, but... Donald Trump says we should not bring any Muslims in until we, until they all can be properly vetted, and it's not just mm-hmm. Syria. It, it's it's Somalia. It's everywhere because the Somalis mm-hmm. that have gone to Minnesota, yeah. many of them have been recruited to terrorism. A lot of the, some of them have been arrested. So it's not just Syria. And and Ted Cruz backed away from that. He he didn't support uh, Donald Trump's position on that. And I would also point out that Ted Cruz voted for the Iran Nuclear Review Act, which flipped, the, instead of requiring a two-thirds vote to approve a treaty, it flipped the, 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 how the vote went, so they needed two-thirds of both houses of Congress to block Obama's nukes for Iran deal. And unfortunately, and I was, I was unpleasantly surprised by that, Ted Cruz voted for that law. Mm. I, I am not sure about that. Where you got me there? I'm, I've, I'll look that up, and I'll ask his. I'll ask his people because anytime I have any concerns, I, I talk to them. Because. <laughs> Well, national security is bigger than Mm -hmm. just admitting, you know, one type of uh, people into our country or not. There's so many Mm -hmm. other elements to national security. Um, You know, the the southern border, you know, Trump talks about getting Mexico to pay for a wall. And I don't know that that's necessarily a stretch because Donald Trump has been able to get the media to pay for his entire campaign so far. So, you know, but but there's there is more to the national security question than just, you know, just that. By the way, did you see 13 hours, Anne-Marie? I haven't seen it. I've been traveling the last two weeks, and I made my husband promise he couldn't see it without me, which meant <laughs> I, in turn, couldn't see it without him. <laughs> so I haven't seen it yet. I can't wait. Yeah, it's a great movie. We had uh, Ken Timmerman yeah. in our community this past week. It was a great talk. He he talked about the behind uh, and, and what led up to, uh, you know, Benghazi, the political posturing, the, you know, what happened on the day and so forth. It, Ken Timmerman has a book called The Dark Forces. If you ever ch- have a chance to pick it up, it's a great read and it goes into the history. And a little known fact that most people don't realize that the Iranians were highly involved in Libya and what happened in Benghazi. And, ben, and, and Ken Timmerman reveals that in his book. A lot of moving parts to national security, and I think that is, you're right, that is the most important question facing this election. In our last little bit, guys, who has the ability? I think the question, let's assume that that Hillary Clinton is going to dodge the indictment bullet. Who has the ability to beat Hillary Clinton in the general election, Donald Trump or Ted Cruz? At this point, I would say either if it's up against Hillary Clinton. She doesn't stand a chance, and I've said it publicly many times for over a year. It's not going to be Hillary. It, something is going to happen. The media hates her. The New York Times broke all the stories about her. All of the major, the email scandal, everything, they broke it. We didn't do it. It wasn't from politics. Right. <laughs> so it's not going to be her. I think, I think we're going to have to say, will it be Bernie, or is Joe Biden going to sh- step in at the last minute and bring in Michelle Obama as his running mate, then they might win. But but at this point, I would say either Ted Cruz or Donald Trump could could beat today's Democrats. 
Today's Democrat Party, the regular folks in America, the middle part, not the north, not the east and west coast, all those folks in the middle that don't, that are not communist leaning socialists, they they don't want these two either. So I, I think I think it is it's a Republicans to lose. What do you think, Greg? I think that uh, I think she's right that uh, either of them could beat uh, Hillary Clinton, but I think Donald Trump is the stronger candidate because I think he has more crossover appeal. He will not be underfunded. Ted Cruz will be vastly underfunded compared to uh, to, to the Democrats, and I think Ted, uh, they can more perhaps fairly or unfairly portray him as this uh, conservative extremist that uh, they, they'll, they'll be less able to do that. And Donald Trump has a much better ability and. Ken Timmerman said this at, the, when his, at his last meeting, is to push back and not be controlled and dominated by the media than any other Republican yeah. candidate. And I agree. I agree with Greg. I think, uh, um, unfortunately, I wish it was someone who I would feel better with as far as, as conservative values. But I think Trump does have that. And I, I believe, you know, I already said this, if you could get someone that can somehow rise above the party labels, then he can and can articulate certain ideas, then he will pull people from both parties. And I think Trump is that guy. And, and you're seeing the, the Democrat Party kind of implode because they're already trying to t- get rid of Debbie Rossman Schultz. There, there's, there's movement to try to get rid of her because of her way of making the, the, the Democrat debates favor Hillary. So they're trying to drive her out. And I think all of you, John... Anne Marie and Greg are missing a bet by not embracing Jim Gilmore. <laughs> you know, you, you can get pretty good odds on, on Jim Gilmore. So, yeah. <laughs> Final thought, Anne Marie. We've got to wrap this segment up. We appreciate you being with us. Anne Marie's website, politichicks.com. Go there. Facebook friend them. Get uh, on board with their Twitter accounts. Uh, and, uh, Anne Marie, final thought? Yeah, I, I want to say one thing about, about Donald Trump's face. We are a celebrity-driven country, and like it or not, I guarantee that's a big, giant part of it. People see him and they think, oh, he's famous. I like him. I like his TV show. A lot of not really thinking Americans will vote for him based on that, and and on that level, I would say a Kardashian could run and, and would probably also do really well. Interesting. Well, like what, Chloe. whatever Chloe is very smart. Whatever happens in the, the Apprentice, <laughs> right? Whatever happens in the primaries, I think we should all, all unite around the fact that no matter what happens, no matter who it is that makes it to the general election on, on the Republican ticket, that is the person we have to unite around, even if it's not our favorite candidate. Anne Marie, yes. thank you so yes. much for being with us today. And did we mention Absolutely. that that Anne Marie and the Politics are going to be at the Unite IE Conservative Conference on March nineteenth, two thousand sixteen? How could, how could we not, how could we not mention that? Well, we just did. <laughs> Anne Marie, have a great day. God bless. Thank you, guys. More coming up with uh, our show in the final. After two this segments. word from our sponsor for this half hour, All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident, because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. 
You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition. Safety checked, washed, and detailed. Fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio Program. My name is John Hancock, and I'm here with my co-host Don Dix and Greg Brennan. And we just finished up a, a great couple of segments with Anne-Marie Morrell from the Politichicks. We were talking about the Trump versus Cruz. And one of the important things, you know, no matter who, you know, because as Greg pointed out before the show, you know, the, the debate on Facebook and stuff is getting vicious between the people back and forth. But in the end, you know, we got a rally. And it's you blankety blank cruise supporters that are just driving me crazy over here. Yeah, you know, or, you know, cruise bot, you know, people, you know, in the end, we got to rally around, you know, whoever it is. And we kind of talked about this. And, and you know, there's some issues I kind of have with um, Trump. But in the end, I will have no problem voting for him if he gets the nomination. I think he will be way better than Hillary or in the alternative. And we do have to rise up and come to it. We can't not sit at home like we like many people did with Romney and let another socialist Democrat have another four years in office. Absolutely. Just, you know, I just, we're just, we're, I'm watching on, on Drudge here as we're doing the show here, and there's a story up that uh, Huckabee and Santorum are going, are going to go to Donald Trump's event Thursday night rather than uh, the, the Fox News debate. Well, I don't – yeah, I mean they're going to attend the Fox News – they're going to do the undercard but then go to the other event afterwards is what I got out of that article. I so they're going to be gate crashers, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> So just kind of running down a few, uh, you know, on the other side of the aisle there with Hillary, she's got her challenges, you know, Hillary, the Hillary headache, FBI decision during the heat of election. The big question now is, you know, Comey has come out and said that, uh, you know, he, he, he is standing behind the work that the FBI is doing in regards to the Clinton email scandal. Um, does the FBI recommend indictment, hand over to the Department of Justice the the case and give them the ability to then make the decision about whether to convene a grand jury and indict Hillary Clinton. Comey has said, and, and, and there are people, he hasn't said, but there are people surrounding him that said, have said that he will resign if the Department of Justice does not prosecute. That, that very well could be. I mean, I've I've read some of the statutes. Uh, Rudy Giuliani's waited on this former federal prosecutor, uh, Andrew McCarthy, a former federal prosecutor, and others. That when you look at the statutes on federal records and classified and even concealing non classified records, it it is crystal clear that she violated the law. And uh, and I, how you as a lawyer, I don't know how you'd weave an argument that what she did. Did not violate law because just merely concealing government <clears throat> records is a is a crime. It, it is a felony, and she admitted that she did this. She had her emails on her private server and did not turn them over to the government until two years after she left office. A clear violation 
of this law. Well, and, there's, and there's numerous other laws that she's violated. You know, and, and as Anne-Marie had pointed out, you know, the New York Times broke a lot of this, started putting this out there. You know, and, and uh, of course, this is Obama's Department of Justice, which has really done nothing by the law, probably from the beginning. I mean, you know, do you think that, you know, what are the politics behind this? Is there any, you know, that they're now willing to jump on the bandwagon and push this out after all these years, you know, with, with Benghazi? They're like, no, no, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. You the know? speculation is, is that Valerie Jarrett is responsible for the original leaks of the Hillary Clinton emails to the New York Times, who, who then went with the story and has triggered all of this. Yeah, so what's the politics behind that? And you even have Hollywood now. you got Susan Sarandon, who is, who is asking the question, what has she done that we're bragging about? How has she led? Susan Sarandon is now backing Bernie for president. So we're seeing the you know people in the Hollywood elite begin to uh, sort of— uh, wanting to get burned. Yeah, they're wanting to get burned. They're they're showing their socialist colors. They're flapping their little socialist wings. Yes, power to the people. Would you oh, could you pass the bridge to Blee over here, please? Yep. Well, you know, and 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 we, we we've seen this. Uh, there was treats, you know, gun gun control treats that the Obama White House has sent out, and all of his you could call the minions there in Hollywood just turned around and retreated them to their small minions, and you know, so the you know a lot of Hollywood. Is is marching to the Obama White House tune. So this is to me, you know, it's interesting to see how this all is coming out right now at this anti-Hillary um, program or, or, or a, a, a campaign, really. Yeah. So I mean, if, if I if I if I had to bet, I think I think the FBI to have any consistency whatsoever, and you look at how they treated General Petraeus for doing far less with classified information than what Hillary Clinton has done with classified information. That to have any credibility, consistency, or trust left, they would have to recommend an indictment. And then, of course, then the $64,000 question is, will Obama decide? I mean, it's going to be Obama's decision. Right. Is whether, or Valerie Jarrett's decision, to indict her or not. He could always indict her and then give her a pardon before he leaves office. Of course, that's too late for the election, because if she gets indicted, I have a feeling that is going to tumble her support. Uh, crush her support, but um, he could always, you know, give her an executive pardon on the way out, right? You always be kind of, you know, you know, you know. So wink, wink, nod, nod. Don't worry about it. You're not going. You're not going to jail. Just drop out of the race, and then they have to scramble because it's too late to get into most of the a lot of the, a lot of the primaries for for a new candidate right. to to get yep. in. That's, so somehow they have to either go with, go with Bernie Sanders. Or somehow change the rules and finagle it so to take the nomination away from him. What's coming up around the Unite Inland Empire? We'll get into that along with some updates on the Unite IE Conservative Conference when we come back after this break. From Word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car if you have an accident because they are the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. 
So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. We're going to break some news here, guys. We've got some speakers that have recently been confirmed for the upcoming Unite IE conference. One of the first is we want to let people know that all the presidential candidates have been invited to this year's uh, Unite IE Conservative Conference on March 19th at the Fox Theater from 830 to 4. And uh, we just need to prepare people that uh, security is going to be tight. Get there early. Um, and, and it's not just they've been invited. We, 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 there's, a, there's a real, there's a, re, there's a good possibility that um, we're going to get some of them. Somebody might show up, so don't. Uh, so, so if say nothing, that. If nothing day. else, Jim Gilmore. <laughs> That's right. If nothing else, we can probably, uh, you know, convince Jim Gilmore to join us. Um, also. We have uh, an announcement to make as well about another speaker that's been confirmed. Trevor Loudon has been confirmed as a speaker. And if Trevor Loudon is someone that you've never heard speak before or don't aren't familiar with his work, he is definitely somebody to get to know. He is a passionate New Zealander who recognizes, based on where New Zealand is, the history of New Zealand, the support that New Zealand got from the Second World War, he is uniquely uh, qualified to speak to the importance of America and the survival of America as it relates to the survival of the rest well, of the world. And I saw him speak in South Carolina. He, he filled the room up. Um, he Actually, he got more people than Rex Santorum to come and hear him speak. And when he finished, he got a standing ovation. He did an excellent talk. You do not want to miss Trevor. Yeah, Trevor's a great speaker. Very impassioned speaker. We also want to share with you guys that we have a, a, a confirmation from Pastor Jack Hibbs. He is the lead pastor at the Chino Hills Calvary Chapel. And what the work that that church does uh, all across the country, but also in the community, of speaking out and encouraging Christians to be involved in the civic process, in the political arena, raising the alarm and the alert of the threat of radical and political Islam, getting people involved in local politics. They are a, a, a very huge contributor. The work that that uh, organization does in their faith and public policy outreach, equipping churches to get their church body engaged. Very important. So we're very happy to have Jack Hibbs as one of our uh, keynote speakers. Uh, Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots. Frank Gaffney, a great expert on national security. The politics that we, that we, that we, that we mentioned earlier. And um, we're going to get Tom Del Bacaro, who's running for Senate, has a great tax plan to talk about, talk, to talk about that. It's just going to be a really, really good conference. And uh, everyone, the past two, everyone has been very happy with the results. And this one will be no different. And if you're down in the Norco area today, the Sons of Liberty L Works is having a benefit for the victims of the San Bernardino shooting. It's all day so you want to make sure you get down there some of the proceeds are going to the victims all the tickets for unite ie conservative conference will be available on our website uniteie.com that's where you can go to get more information about the conference coming up on march 19th and all the groups around southern california we'll be with you next week at four o'clock 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.